Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast, your guide for growing lawn care and landscape startups into a thriving business. This show is dedicated to helping you improve your business and achieve financial success. Your host, Paul Jamison, is the best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash and The Lawn Care Advantage, winning strategies for a thriving landscaping business. Join us as Paul shares his expertise and passion, helping you create a prosperous future. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast, where we help lawn care businesses go from that startup survival mode stage into being a thriving business. And we recently were in Atlanta at the LCR Summit, had a wonderful time with the lawn care millionaire, Jonathan Potoshnik, Marvin Salcedo, so many great speakers, uh, Keith Kalfas, John Pajak, uh, Jeremy Vest, Mr. Producer was even there and spoke, and uh, many others. It was a great, great time. And I got to hang out with Gershion, who is my buddy from the mountains of North Carolina. And uh, he goes to a lot of these industry events. He's actually part-time in the lawn care business. Uh, He's got a full-time job, but he's working on getting that boat close to the dock and eventually plans to go full-time in the industry. But for now, he's just learning as much as he can from the greats like Jonathan Potoshnik. So what we're going to do on today's episode, I'm going to give Gershion a call And uh, we're going to recap his experience at the LCR Summit and uh, just see what his recaps and his takeaways are from the event. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and give him a call and uh, we'll see where this goes. Hey, Paul. Hey, Gershon. You doing all right? Yeah, hopefully I pronounced your name right. You do fine. What's the right way to say it? Gershon. Gershon. You pronounce it right every time. Okay. Well, I'd love to hear your uh, your takeaways, man. I was in that other room at the LCR Summit podcasting, so I caught about half the event. But I know you were in there front front and center, front row. So, uh, w- what's your takeaways? Like the first day, whenever uh, you and Mister Producer, I mean, I mean, it was. I mean, you gave a, a lot of good facts. You know, telling us you know about the broadcasting part of it in the podcast and, uh, and how that's important. You know, you talked about like from the very beginning when, you know, when you had the vision of, of doing a podcast, because there really wasn't many people out there doing that. And, uh, and then you took it and ran with it. Um, Naylor, you know, encouraged you, but you know, you know, you had that vision to do it. And, um, just the things like you guys talked about, um, Mr. Producer as well about the, your brand and, being consistent, um, having integrity and also being yourself. Um, you know, that's, that's one, I guess, some of the big takeaways I got from what you guys talked about in the morning. Um, and also the part where you talked about, you know, working on your brand and, uh, you know, just having that integrity, uh, having that, that good, you know, having good morals to where these other brands, whether it be John Deere, Lowe's, Exmark, whoever it is, if they, if they call you that, you know, you can, they, they see your presence and they can, can look and see who you are, uh, not just on social media, but, um, see you in person and know that you're th- that same person that you're not putting up a front. Um, so that's something, I mean, I, who knows where, 
uh, my stuff will go. I mean, I would love, you know, one day to to be able to do some kind of brand deal. Um, but, you know, I'm just going to have to, you know, see what time allows. And if, if that, if that's the Lord's will that to happen, then, then it'll happen. Um, been able to hear somebody like Jeremy Vest, um, you know, who was one of the, the first professional YouTubers, uh, share about his experiences over the years, you know, how things have changed, um, you know, and then how he talked about with all the increased uh, use of of AI and how much that that has has really changed um, the dynamics of of YouTube itself. Um, but ultimately, you know, even with all the changes and stuff that he talked about, he said, and what he really what it boiled down to was he said, you know, just go and hit record, mm. um, you know, because you never know. If you're going to be just some flash in the pan or, but he said, you know, the big thing is when you're recording the content that you're putting good quality content out there, something that, you know, you're trying to, you know, trying to build that brand. You're trying to build, you know, your followers, the people that really want to, to watch you. And really what it boils down to is your customers. Um, that was something I heard throughout the whole weekend that don't worry about trying to get you know a million views but if you're getting a thousand views and it's your loyal fans it's your customers then that's where it really matters because that's what's going to ultimately come back and sell your business uh, opportunities to to your clients which is going to grow your business as well um <clears throat> all throughout the the whole time the way Naylor had it set up with the breaks and everything. There was just so many opportunities to network with the other people that were there, um, you know, talk to different people, um, learn about, you know, what their business was like compared to mine. I mean, I probably have, probably out of all the people that were there, I probably had the smallest business uh, with me doing it on the side. Um, my full-time job, I worked for the state doing land surveying. Mm. Um, but I've done, um, lawn care i mean since i was a teenager but legitimately with having dogwood lawn and landscape llc i've had that since 2018 or 19 whenever i started that but um how mine really grew out of was just uh because of my wife losing her job and then that's how my stuff just replacing their income started but just the event you know it was it was well attended from people that were you know all over uh, the country, um, people from the south, people from up north, Midwest. I mean, it was it was a very well well rounded group of people there. Um, so I like that. Um, and then on Saturday, um, it was more focused on uh, the business side of the industry. Uh, you know, Naylor picked great guys for that uh, to motivate us. Um, first thing in the morning when you get to hear i mean i've watched uh his videos uh jonathan Potostic, uh the long care millionaire i saw his videos but to get to meet him in person i mean that was that was something that i mean i thought hey i'll never get to to meet him let alone get to talk to him like i did you got one to, thing you got to from, talk to him yeah i got to talk to him i mean we we talked about um because of me being, and I mean, you know this, Paul, I've been, I've been in uh, youth ministry for, 
for over 20 years. And Jonathan was talking about how his desire and his passion is for uh, 15 to 25 year old young entrepreneurs. Um, and I told him that that's something that I'm really looking uh, towards as far as hiring employees for my business is in that 15 to 25 year old range. Um, something that that I'm kind of getting away from more of the overall youth ministry and getting into a ministry for young men. And that's going to center around the 15 to 25 year old. So I just thought, you know, how, you know, I don't believe in anything, you know, coincidence and everything like that. I think the Lord puts you at a, you know, a certain place at a certain time for, for things like that. And I just, you know, I was just soaking it up. Um, one of the things that he said during his talk that morning was, um, you know, what, what are you compromising? Or, you know, what has led you to compromise? You know, and I just, I mean, that really hit home to me, uh, thinking about things where, you know, that I've compromised, uh, you know, in my in my faith, where I've maybe not been as faithful as I should to, to my Lord and Savior, uh, you know, to my work, to my business, to my wife. Uh, to my family, there's things. So it, it really challenged me to really think about what am I going to do in 2024, you know, and not compromise. Um, you know, the, the ultimately the first thing, you know, is is the one thing. Who is the, the most important person in my life? And that is my Savior, Jesus Christ, of course. But going from there, and I and I know that if I put him first, then everything else is going to fall into place. Uh, so, I mean, that was one thing that, it really stood out to to me was uh, one of the things that Jonathan talked about was 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 the compromising and not compromising. You know what are you compromising? Um, but also that uh, he and uh, Marvin Salcedo both uh, touched on was about people and how that if you're going to have a good successful business that you've got to have people to support you. You've got to support your people. You've got to back your people up. Um, and that was one of the things that then whenever Marvin was talking about is uh, with the company culture about how not having any uh, toxic um, in, environment in your business. If you have just that, you know, as the saying goes, you've got that that one bad apple, you know, it's going to ruin everything else. So um, he gave us a lot of good examples about how just, you know, Finding those things, to, you know, removing that from from your business, removing that from your life, um, you know, with with Marvin's story, I mean, you know, he had a you know good business, and then it went down, and then he basically started all over again through uh, uh, Jonathan's help and doing his series of classes and stuff that he did with Jonathan, and uh, it was really neat to to talk to Marvin too. I got got a chance to talk talk specifically to both Jonathan and Marvin. And what I liked about being able to talk to them is just, I mean, it's just like you and I are talking here right now. Uh, they wanted to listen to me. It didn't matter, you know, how big my business was or how small it was. Uh, they were both uh, wanted to listen to what I had to say, ask me questions, uh, was very interested in me. And I, I mean, I really like that. Uh, sometimes whenever you're around, you know, certain people, it's just like, 
and I and I have I've I've experienced that they're uh, they're the superstars and they don't have time for you. But I did not get that from from either one of them. They were they were both very very uh, humble and just you know very appreciative to to be able to be there and talk with everybody. I really enjoyed uh, talking with Jonathan and Marvin both. That's awesome. Um, I didn't get to talk to Marvin too much um this trip but uh i got to talk to jonathan and and like you said he was very humble because you know he does i don't know how much his his one business he sold it for but let's assume hundreds of millions of dollars and then the other business does 15 million dollars a year I mean, you, you could have took all of us in the room and added all of our bank accounts together and he's got more money than all of us combined you know what i mean and he was just oh, yeah. he was just hanging out with us and, and, and genuinely ask, is this awesome, man? I, I, I know what you're saying. I, I felt the same thing, but I was starstruck. You know, when I see him, I'm just like, that's, that's, just, that's the walk your millionaire, man. I know. I mean that the first little bit, like that first day, you know, I didn't know how to, to really approach him, but um, I mean, he's just, he's like, he's kind of, you know, coming to where I am. So like, Hey, maybe he wants to talk to me, but you know, when that Saturday morning, excuse me, before everything got started and I got my picture with him and then, I mean, he shook my hand we talked just a little bit right then. But, um, whenever we were eating, uh, lunch was when I really got to talk to him and, uh, talk to him about, you know, being, being in youth ministry and, and, um, uh, and just, Tell him about you know what my plans are, what I'm wanting to do, and you know he was he was very interested in, in listening to you know where I am at with my business and what I want to do with it, and you know he was he was very encouraging to me. Uh, you know he and I are not too far apart in age. You know here I am, I've been you know doing mine more as a side hustle for for close to 20 years, and you know he's been you know for over 20 years that you know that he's you know, had a very successful business, but, you know, yet he just, you know, took time to listen to me. I just, I mean, I really, I mean, I'd go to it just for that, to be able to just to sit there and talk to him. Um, I do that again, just make, I mean, just drive down there just to talk to him. That would be well worth it. Um, because of, you know, knowing what I know now, you know, me being in ministry, uh, has helped me not be as shy as I used to when I was growing up. And, and probably even till I was probably 17, 18 years old, I mean, I had a nervousness that, I mean, I just very shy, didn't like to get around uh, crowds. And I mean, and even sometimes now, you know, like what you said, being starstruck, you know, you still, you, you just don't want to say something and sound stupid to somebody that's, you know, very important like that. Um, but uh, so I've, I've learned to, to really listen to the Lord and just, you know, be myself, be relaxed. And I mean, that's, that's one thing that helped me, um, I guess, going to this event is just, you know, kind of being laid back, you know, take, just taking it all in, just trying to be a sponge um, and just listening. There's you know, so much stuff that, I mean, I've, I've got probably 10 pages of things that I jotted down from, from all the different speakers. And that's, that's, Probably not as I'm probably got more than 10 pages, but um, and I took a lot of uh, pictures. Uh, some of the different guys had slides like the slides you did. I would take pictures because 
there's no I didn't have time to to write it all down. So I would take pictures of stuff that that I felt was very important to my business or would be important to my business just for something later on down the road. I could go back. I've got that that picture that I can go back and I can look at it and I'll say, oh yeah. And now I remember, let it jog my memory for that. Um, you know, I've met John Pajak probably uh whatever it was GIE, uh probably 2018 or so. And every time, every I mean, it's just like whenever he sees me, it's just like he remembers me um, and recognizes me. Um, that's one thing I like about John is he is just a people person. He loves to be around people. Um, and whenever he uh, did his talk in the afternoon on Saturday, um, you know, he just gave us, he called it the meat and taters version of his uh, budgets, break evens and bottom lines course that he does. And I mean, I would have, because I'm a numbers guy, always have been. Um, when I was in school, I love math. Um, and even like, that's one thing I've always tried to do about my business is learn my numbers, try to be more profitable each year. And every year since, well, ever since probably 2017, 2018, I mean, I've grown uh, some each year. This past year, uh, even me being a solo operator and primarily um, just working by myself um, with very little help um, this past year, I mean, I increased um, over 10 grand from what I did the previous year, which is really good for me. Uh, the amount of time that that I'm that I'm working, I mean, with me working full time, 40 hours a week and just doing, um, you know, my business which is primarily the lawn maintenance. I do a uh, little bit of light landscaping, which is mainly mulch, um, shrub pruning, things like that. Um, but, I mean, it's so I'm working one and a half, two days a week, uh, a few evenings during the week. And, I mean, it's been, it's been very successful for me because I don't have the overhead uh, like a lot of other people do. Um, and, I mean, I've got um, – Lots of other potential clients that I've got to go and, and uh, be talking to here in the next couple of weeks. Hey guys, Jason Creel here and want to invite you to the fourth annual Lawn Care Life Conference in Springville, Alabama. That's just outside Birmingham, Alabama, near my hometown. We have room for 300 tickets and that includes your meals. We're talking about Friday night, most of the day Saturday. We're going to free you dinner, breakfast, and lunch. We've got great speakers lined up. I'm going to be there. My friend Paul Jamison's going to be there. Naylor Taliaferro, Jeremiah Jennings, Alan Hayne, the Lawn Care Nut, Caleb and Brittany Allman, and my friend Jeremy Vest. We've got a great lineup, a lot of excitement, and every year that we've done this event the reviews have been fantastic so come hang out with us spring alabama if you need a ticket and want to register you need to do so before it sells out because i really think it's going to sell out this year this is friday and saturday february 23rd and 24th in springville alabama to get a ticket go to lawncarelife.com and click on the link for conference You're out there in the field mowing lawns, making money, working hard, but for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much, worried that you won't make payroll, or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. 
You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. Say goodbye to disorganized and inefficient business management. Upgrade to Jobber, the field service management software. Streamline every aspect of your business from quoting to invoicing. Impress your customers and increase your productivity. Start your journey to success with Jobber now at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. With what John said and with me wanting to take my business and grow it from a side hustle into a full-time everyday business. It really made me think whenever he gave the example of the two man crew and what, how to be profitable and what you need to charge for her hour, her person, and really how that affects your rates. Um, so it's something I really need to, to really look into because my overhead's not going to be as much as somebody, um, because I'm, I've been very fortunate that most of my equipment's paid for, uh, that going into even this year, if I am able to go fully full-time, that you know I'm not going to have the overhead, but he reminded reminded us there, it's like, well, you've got maintenance you're, uh, on the equipment, which I do know that, but you know that's something you need to really be taking into consideration uh, then the cost of replacement because that equipment's not going to last exactly. forever. Exactly. And uh, so I've kind of been with my business that I would buy something and use it for about three years, resell it and get as much money as I possibly could back out of it and then turn and reinvest it. And that's, you know, so I've never had any breakdown issues. I've never really tried to push my equipment to that five-year mark other than um, some of my trimmers and backpack blowers and stuff like that. Now, I mean, I've had, I've run Red Max for pretty much my entire career of doing this. Um, and it's always been good for me. Um, but it's something that, you know, the more I use it, I don't think it matters what um, brand it is, if it's still Echo, uh, even some of the electric stuff that, if you're using it day in, day out, that it's eventually going to break down. So you've got to factor in, um, you know, that it, it's it's just not going to last as long if you're using it every day. Um, but one thing, though, with that, and I will have to say that, I do have a really good dealer, dealer support. That's one thing that Brian Fulton, he's always, you know, talked about is, you know, having that, that dealer support, somebody that, you know, and that, that's something I've always took from him is, you know, finding that dealer who will help you if you have a piece of equipment that breaks down. I mean, when I was using another brand, I won't even say what that brand was, but I was using a, um, another brand of equipment before I started using Xmark. And my I had bought a 30-inch um, a commercial from uh, my dealer, Xmark, and been using it. And I had an issue with one of my standalone mowers. And he said, first, just... He said, come and get my laser Z or one of my stand-ons. You can use it for as long as you need it. Uh, so that's one thing that I guess really sold me um, on my 
well with Xmark and dealer. I mean, it's just that dealer support. So, but getting back to with um, with John and what what he was talking about. I mean, I mean, he he talked about some things and told experiences about his life experience. Uh, you know, his business experience that I had never heard before. I mean, he was he was just very very genuine, very honest, and you know, just told us about it. You know, and I. I mean, I really took that to heart because, you know, he talked about, you know, his past failures, but he also talked about, you know, how things were good, but then, you know, how things went down and then come back up. And I mean, that's, that's really what life is. That's really what business is. I mean, you can't expect to be, you know, just on a, a, you know, uptick all the time. You're going to have those times where you're going to go down and you're going to come back up and, through the whole weekend, I mean, everybody, I think, shared those, you know, personal experiences where, you know, you're really not going to be on those highs forever. You know, you're going to have those dips, you know, you, but you've got to be resilient to be able to come out of those. And, uh, you know, one thing, too, that what that I really got from John's talk was, you know, knowing your numbers so that and knowing them well so that so that you will be successful. I mean. Of course, you've got to have the work, but if you don't know your numbers, you know, you're going to go out of business real quick. So that's something that that I really, you know, I mean, that's something I know, but I mean, it's just like it was pounded into me to as I'm trying to get things more on more of a full time basis that uh, that, you know, he just just made me open my eyes to it's like, you know are you sure you're ready? You know, I was thinking to myself and I was like, I think with everything that everybody, you know, talked about this weekend, it was, it was more of encouragement to me that, um, that I'm ready to, you know, go full time, uh, with this. And, you know, Keith Kalfas, um, you know, I told, I was, I was talking to Keith and, um, I told him about how, um, a good friend of mine, um, he he said this about my father-in-law and that uh, my father-in-law, he's a very eccentric person, maybe not to the extreme that Keith is, but a um, good friend of mine and uh, my brother-in-law, it's, it's actually my brother-in-law's best friend. He, uh, he said this about my father-in-law. He said, you don't just meet Bernie, you experience Bernie. <laughs> so I told that, <laughs> so I told that to Keith, I said, I said, Keith, I said, you're exactly like my father-in-law. I said, you don't just meet Keith, you experience Keith. And he kind of thought on that because, you know, Keith just kind of ponders everything you say. So sometimes you don't know how he's going to react to what you say, but uh, it was like a lot bulb went off. I mean, he, you know, I think he liked, you know, what I said about that because, you know, that really is true. I mean, because Keith's all over the place. I mean, every time that I've ever, you know, seen him, especially at um, GIE or Equip now, that, uh, you know, he's kind of, you know, he's got that phone up to his face. He's, you know, you know, saying something to it. He, he's always got some kind of idea or he, he'll just take that phone out and, you know, he's making a video. And, you know, I mean, that's just Keith, you know, it's, it's like you, you take him or leave him kind of, you know, but. I mean, I, I enjoyed, you know, listening to him. I mean, 
the one thing about it is, you know, Keith really brings that human aspect to to all of this. I mean, he he just I mean, he might cuss and you know, that's that's not my thing, but you know, he's just that's raw Keith. I mean, he's, you know, uh, you know what you said to him about what Brian Fulton said to him, you know, several years ago is like, you know, Keith, you know, you've probably lost, you know, probably hundreds of thousands of dollars of brand deals just because you cuss, you know, but, uh, you know, the thing of it is, you know, everybody has got their own thing and, you know, that's Keith's brand. I mean, it really is. And, you know, that was the thing that he talked about, you know, his personal brand, growing his personal brand, being himself and, you know, how he ties that back into his business that, uh, you know, I've watched, you know, some of Keith's videos and, you know, it's just like what he says, like, you know, you might be watching something here and then boom, it's like Keith's over here doing something else. But I mean, he's going to keep your attention. I mean, it, it's like you want to watch it because you want to see what, what, what's next uh, with Keith. But, um, you know, he's, I mean, his, I mean, if you could just sit down, I think with Keith and talk to him, for an hour about, you know, his ideas on marketing and, you know, the business and different things like that. I mean, I mean, he is, he's very smart. I mean, he's put a lot of time into it. You know, he, you know, he talked about how that, you know, all of his stuff that he, he really grew it out of, you know, desperation, so to speak, that, you know, he was at a really low point in his life. And, you know, he just, it was just like, you know, he was talking about that shovel and uh, he was, you know, edging some beds and, you know, it was just like he dropped that shovel and just like that light bulb, you know, went off in his head and just like, hey, I'm I'm going to do this. Uh, so I think, you know, with, with everybody, there's, if you're really going to do something, it's like you have that, um, that aha moment where you come to realize like, you know, maybe I'm not happy with what I'm doing, but this opportunity is over here and, you know, am I going to, am I going to go through that, walk through that door? Am I going to take this opportunity? Am I going to do that? So like I said, you know, through everything this whole weekend, that was, you know, one thing, I guess, that just reassuring me of, you know, in the situation I'm in that where I really want to take that next step. I want to take my business from, from being a part-time successful part-time business and take it and make it into a full-time very successful business now whether it's going to be a multi-million dollar business i have no idea i mean the area where i live in my county it's not very big but you know i'm you know real close to the weaverville Asheville, um and i know that if if my business is going to grow and i have the potential um uh, so it's it's something I've got to look at and evaluate. I can't, you know, limit myself, you know, and say, well, I'm only going to serve just this one area. Um, but I don't want to go chasing things around either. I know that everybody has always preached the route density and and doing that. So, um, but there's a lot of good subdivisions, even like where I'm at. If I can get in those and you know, just just start from there and and have two or three things and do really well at it. That's, you know, that's where I want to start at. Well, thanks to Gershion for taking the time out of his evening to share his LCR Summit takeaways with us. 
I definitely uh, look forward to seeing Gershon as well at the next LCR Summit, which Naylor will be uh, announcing soon. I, I know about it, but I'm not going to keep in secret. So <laughs> it'll be coming soon, the announcement on that. But the uh, next event that I can talk about uh, is the Lawn Care Life Conference uh, happening in Matthews Manor. Uh, which is uh, Jason Creole's wife, Tracy. It's her family property there in Trustville, well, Springville, Alabama, rather. Uh, it's a beautiful 100-acre property, and there's different wedding venues on the property. So we're going to be meeting in the Grace Hall, uh, which is uh, this huge you know, room where people get married and whatnot. And uh, we're going to have 300 uh, lawn care and landscaping business owners take it over for a Friday and Saturday. It's going to be a fun event on Friday night. I will open up with a keynote speech from Alan Hain, uh, the lawn care nut. And then uh, we'll have a taco bar dinner. Uh, there'll be uh, just times to hang out, drinks, hang out uh, Friday night. And uh, then all day Saturday, we'll have breakfast and lunch for you and uh, speeches throughout the day from Naylor Taliaferro on route density, uh, Caleb Allman on working on your business. Um, and we'll have Jeremy Vest there, Jason Creole. Um, and the theme of the day is profit. So how do you make 2024 the most profitable year of your lawn care business? Uh, that's my goal is to be as profitable as possible this year in my life, in my business. And that's kind of the theme of what each talk ultimately is about is profit and, and being as profitable as possible. We'll also have um, 100 acres outside where there'll be equipment you can ride and drive. Uh, Crest is bringing a bunch of equipment, uh, Ferris, uh, Xmark. Xmark's also giving away a 30-inch commercial lawnmower. Uh, Milwaukee Tools will be there. They're giving away a bunch of tools. We'll, we'll be doing the giveaway at the end. I uh, must be present to win um, at the at the very end there on Saturday, late afternoon, early evening. Uh, let's see here. Just go to, yeah, just go to the show notes uh, to register for the event if it's not already sold out. Uh, once it reaches 300 seats, it'll be sold out. But uh, we'd love for you to join us in Alabama for that. Uh, and for your hotel, uh, recommended the Hilton Garden Inn uh, there in Trustville, Alabama. It's about 15 minutes from the Matthews Manor, which is out in Springville, kind of out in the middle of nowhere in the country. Uh, but it's a beautiful 100 acres. So that'll be a lot of fun Friday, February 23rd, and all day Saturday, February 24th. Uh, again, if tickets are not sold out, uh, you can get some by clicking on the link in today's show notes. But it is getting close to being a sellout, and we definitely would appreciate uh, if you want to go getting your tickets now so that you're not left out um, on this next industry event. All right, well, thanks for listening. We'll have Gershon back on the program soon, and uh, have a good day. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Paul. Is it time to elevate your lawn care business with Jobber? As a field service management software, Jobber has been a game changer for me since 2019, streamlining everything from quotes to payments and making customer communication a breeze. Tap the link in our show notes and see why over 200,000 home service pros trust Jobber to grow their business. Click the link in today's show notes or visit getjobber.com forward slash Paul to learn more. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.